All right, boys, this is it. This is the final match week before the World Cup. It's kind of bittersweet a little bit, don't you think? Nah, I need this break to happen like now before this. We don't need to talk about these games. I'll Let's get into World Cup break. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. As always, I am James. I support Arsenal. That's Brad. He supports Chelsea. That's Sean. He supports Tottenham. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a little sad about this. I'm, you know, it's November. We shouldn't be getting into a six-week break, but here we are. Um, thanks, FIFA. Yes. Still didn't pissed. didn't Seb come out this week and be like, "Hey, yeah, we shouldn't have done that." And Dude. like beforehand, we he, I think his specific quote was, "It's going to the U.S." And then the French president called me and was like, "Hey, I'm voting cut uh, for Qatar." I and then six months later, Qatar <clears throat> bought like fourteen billion dollars worth of jets from them, which incidentally like, is only wow. one one airplane. But um, joking, I don't know how many airplanes fourteen billion dollars costs or gets you. But um, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get sued by Sepp Blatter and his mountain of lawyers, but it's my opinion that he's a swarmy guy. And that he is the oh, president. Yeah. He is the president of everybody. Yes. It's my opinion that uh, he's just as dishonest as anyone else. He tries to paint this travesty on. That's just my opinion about the guy. That's what yes. I, that's what I think about him when I read about him, you know? Also, he could have said this, I don't know, year, eight, two year, three year, four year ago. Eight years ago, when before they had the any, vote. Any, any, of, any, any of the years. Yeah, yeah. Um, nope, a, a month before. Yeah, but, you know, here we are. Um, so let's uh, let's dig right in. These are the 10, 10 matches we got coming up um, this weekend, kicking off Saturday morning. This eight on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um, so Saturday morning, we got City hosting Brentford. Bournemouth host Everton. Liverpool will welcome Southampton to Anfield. Forest and Palace kick off uh, from Forest's ground. White Hart Lane sees Spurs and Leeds. West Ham United hosts Leicester. Big one up in the northeast. We got Newcastle and Chelsea. Uh, and then Wolves host Arsenal at the Molyneux. Um, Sunday morning kicks off Brighton and Villa. And Fulham United rounds out the Match Week 16 slate of games. All right, so that leaves us here. I think we're going to kick off this conversation talking about Spurs and leads from White Hart Lane. So Antonio Conte and the boys, I think, pretty desperately need a win. Um, that's my read on the situation. They need full points at uh, you know against Leeds. Now Leeds have been uh, they're scrappy recently. They've in, in the same regard that Spurs have been scrappy, getting last-minute winners and you know equalizers and things like that, Leeds have done that as well. Now, Leeds have built up a little bit of breathing room from the relegation zone um, after two wins in a row. They've picked up six points in the last available six to them. So how do we, uh, how do we think this looks? Do we think Spurs can kind of get the ship rolling in the right direction? Um Spurs are one win out of their last four. They've picked up three points in their last four matches. Do we, do we think this is a win for, for Spurs this weekend? How how do you read the, how do you read this, Sean? 
Yeah, it's a win when we need. Kuliseski should be back. Um, and he was, you know, he got sub, subbed on against Liverpool and assisted a ball a minute later. Yeah. Um, or, or assisted a goal, rather. <clears throat> um, yeah, he, sh- he should be back. That's going to help the offense. He's just an instant spark plug in general um, to our offense or anybody's offense. Um, but... I don't think uh, I don't think sit back and absorb is going to work against Leeds, so we're just going to have to mind that and uh, be be ready for it. I, I heard an interesting statistic about Leeds, and and you guys can tell me if you guys think this is true on the eye test or not. But apparently, um, Leeds are running more under Jesse Marsh than they did under Bielsa. The more, like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That feels yeah. So I this is a weird a weird situation for Spurs I feel like because in all honesty Tottenham should come out and they should they should impose themselves on this match. That's but that's the way they should approach it. I I I don't disagree with you, but do you think Benteker is going to go all out? Do you think Harry Kane's going to go all out? I think Hugo's going to do more than like watch the ball or or try to parry a ball like he's not diving for things i mean you have this to ma- like do you, but but the, okay but, but do you but yeah, yes but, so what's more important what's and like this is going to be the problem i think with the newcastle chelsea game in a minute like what's more important to the player in that present moment you you're saying they're is looking this to the leads game or are they trying to make sure that they're healthy enough to play for their country I think that that would be terrible. Like this week, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, match week 15 was a great week. Like, free-flowing ball, goals going everywhere. I don't think that happens this week. So do you think that the only two teams that come out to play this weekend are Arsenal and City? Probably because it's their second and third tier teams. Right? Does all of Arsenal come out and play? No. Why not? Uh, they they freaking Shaka's going, Saka's going, Jesus is going, Martinelli's going, Saliba's going, Ramsdale's going, Partey's going, like right, they, like your eleven is going, your starting eleven is going, Tamiyasu's going, like Ben White should I don't, be going. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're going full tilt is what I'm saying. Like you're gonna get like eighty five percent this week. When you play eighty five percent, that's when you get injured. Like that's what okay. That's what you get hurt. They're going to be playing scared. I think that that I I would be incensed. Spurs have to. I win don't this disagree game. with you. Spurs, I don't disagree. I I agree. If Spurs with you, if Spurs I go just, into this into the World Cup break eleven points behind Arsenal, assuming Arsenal win, City win, and Spurs lose, uh, let, let's assume that they're that they're uh, eleven points behind Arsenal, and United could be even on points with them for. For fourth, they won't overtake them on goal difference, but like that would be, that would be terrible for Spurs. I I don't disagree, but that's that's my feeling. Well, here's the thing though: is Leeds going to go all out? Do you think Tyler Adams is going to be blitzing for these balls? Do you think Aronson is going to do what he's what he's been doing? Yes, I do. I don't know. I think that these players are professional enough to understand that I have to do everything I can to 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 win this match in front of me 
I think Arsenal have been doing that exceptionally well all season of understanding the challenge in front of them that like this is the only match that matters right now. I can't think about the next match until I've handled this match. And I think that I don't think that Arteta is going to let this, at least for Arsenal, I don't think Arteta is going to let them not move on to the World Cup yet. Um, and I don't think Conte is going to let them either. I think if a player is looking like they're not interested in playing, like if they're looking scared or, or, or not putting it in, I think that Conte will rip them off the field in a second. And the same thing, so like, with, same thing with Jesse Marsh, because Jesse Marsh can't get embarrassed in this game. Yeah, they have a little bit going for them. But if Jesse Marsh gets Jesse Marsh gets embarrassed in this game and and, you know, like Southampton and Wolves pick up points. Or Nottingham Forest pick up points. No, Wolves won't pick up any points. But if Southampton and Nottingham Forest <laughs> pick up any points, um, like they're 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 not free from the relegation scrap. They're only they're only three points away from 18th. So like if Jesse Marsh gets dumped, destroyed in this match, there's no guarantee that he continues in his position because now it's the perfect time to fire managers, right? Like now is the greatest time to get rid of managers because you have a whole entire like five or six weeks for a new manager to come in and instill their ethos Work. on a squad. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's my fear for this weekend is so, that like, so that's kind of your, that's kind of your fear as well. Going into the Chelsea, the, the Chelsea match, Newcastle. right? Yeah. Chelsea, Newcastle. Yes. I'm also interested to see these lineups, right? Like how many of our younger guys are going to play because they're hungrier because they're not going to the world cup. Do you think how many, Hmm? You think Graham Potter plays a younger squad because they're not going to the World Cup? I don't know if these players are going to want to play in this game. They've been wanting to play now to get into condition and shape. But this is the last game before the World Cup. So you're you're telling me that Graham Potter's throwing out a game against a team that's in front of them in the table just because the World Cup's coming up. Chelsea, no, Chelsea I'm saying that I think game. the. I agree. I don't think we do. Chelsea need all three points. We, like, I don't think we. I, I don't think we get it this week. Well, um, you're you're way I at Newcastle. You're probably not, but you, you need something. It's a big game. What an indictment! It's a huge game. What an indictment of Chelsea Football Club that we're saying. I don't think that they're not. Gonna I don't think. I don't. I think this is points. a. Per, I think this is a. I think this is like a Premier League wide. I think this is like a soccer week like problem, football week problem. Like I think you're going to see a lot of players not stepping on the gas. Like, do you think Richarlison is going to risk playing against Leeds? He's not going when to he play. got the call up to huh? But he's healthy. Do you think Kulisevsky risks that if he gets the call up? I think so. Oh, at least out. He's but not. Never mind. At least not in the World Cup. Never he's mind. Not so Kulisevsky probably. He's not Italian. Oh. Kulisevsky is Swedish. All right. Um, yes, I do think Kulisevsky plays really hard in this match because he needs fitness. He needs like like he needs to get match fit for the World Cup. I, I Charleston hasn't hasn't played in three four weeks. This to me seems like it would be like a perfect time to use that as an excuse. Like it seems to me that like you're preparing an excuse for for Chelsea to get battered by Newcastle this weekend. And you're going to... No, I don't think so. I think it's probably going to be a similar scoreline to Arsenal at the weekend. There's another 1-0. To Newcastle. You think Newcastle's going to be... To Newcastle. Yeah. I mean, I would hope for Chelsea's sake that's that's all it is. I don't don't see how Chelsea, even if they 
they go all out, get a result here. Newcastle are on fire. They are. They really, really are. I insulted Eddie Howe when they were three, six, and one. And I said, look at them putting along. That's cute. And then they won four straight. Yep. And now they're four, six, and one. And big wins. Now they're seven. Yeah. Now they're seven, six, and one. Yeah. They beat Everton, Tottenham, Villa, Southampton. With multiple goals in every game. Yeah. Like they weren't, they were, the other teams mostly were not in those games. Maybe the Tottenham one's the exception, but most of those games, Newcastle were dominant. Is, is there a more informed team right now than Newcastle? Do you guys think? I don't think in the in the, in league, the league in the league in the league. I mean, City and Arsenal. Side City and Arsenal. Well, I mean, no. if you look at the last five, um, they, <laughs> no, Arsenal and uh, Newcastle have, have, have picked up the same number of points. So, yeah. but City have picked up two less because they have a loss. Um, yep. City should have. Uh, they should have two less than that too, because they should have a draw at Fulham. Yeah, but here that's, I, I, and that's kind of my point about like most informed team. If you look at uh, look at Arsenal, Arsenal haven't been playing particularly well. They've been winning matches, which is important. But Newcastle have been winning matches. They've right been con- yeah. just like destroying teams out here. So. I don't know. I think I think Newcastle are the most informed team in the league right now. Um, so I would not want to be playing them right now. Um, yeah. I, and, and so even if I think even if Chelsea go were to go all out with their best team, I still would think that that they would have an incredibly difficult time beating Newcastle at home. Yeah, I, I agree this week, especially with the form that they're in and everything. Yeah. Um, do you do you think that uh, Brighton and Villa will be any more interesting, or do you think that this also is another situation where? So, I don't know how many players from Villa are going. I don't know how many players from Brighton are going. Right. I think that I mean, and you have two brand new managers where players are looking to impress. So if I'm not necess- if I'm not if I'm not at the top of the list to be going to the World Cup, like. By the time these matches happen, we'll know who's going and who's not, right? Like this yeah. week, all the rosters will be announced before kickoff. So if I'm not going, and I don't think there's a lot of players on Brighton or Villa that are going, right? Uh, like Watkins might sneak in. And Trissard, I don't I don't know his nationality, so I feel terrible. But like he, he probably gets in. I think it would be safe to say he's French. I'm not making any more guesses here. I messed up on Kulu, so I wasn't going to go again. Um, so, like, this should be a good game of football because there's not a lot of players looking forward. The only thing they're looking forward to is a break. So let's run and gun as much as we can because we got five or six weeks of just of practice and maybe, like, a scrimmage. Kind of sounds like all the teams are going to be trying to play in at least three or four friendlies. Yeah. I know, yep. I know Arsenal are lining up at least three, maybe four. I think Chelsea are starting their process. I think there's, like... One or two on the books already. Probably another Trissard, one. Troussard is Belgian. Will probably make the team. Owned. Yeah. But to be you fr- said French, so you owned yourself there. Do you? Do you happen to know where Belgium is? I think it's in, next. In next it's like next to Croatia, right? Like it's like no, basi- it's more north. It's like basically Russia, right? It's more north. Yes, it's right next to France. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you knew I was trolling, right? 
Yeah. Okay. Just just check. He said no. It's more north. <laughs> yes. We'll do Brad's European map, and we'll do we'll do Sean's Yo, English map. Uh, shout out to yeah. Doctor Smith and uh, Doctor Eric Smith at UVA Wise and his. Uh, he would murder me for that when I just said com- comparative politics class that we had to take in uh, in you, university. Are he you a, made us do maps. Brad, are you aware of the Maginot Wall? Okay. <laughs> Maginot line, I guess it was. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, Brad, a quick uh, caveat about World Cup squads. They have to be announced by Sunday the 13th, so they don't necessarily have to be announced by the time all these games kick off. But I take your I think, po- but I think they will be. 95% of them will be. I don't see why they wouldn't be. I take your And po- the rest of them will know. Like, the players will know by this time. I think you make a really salient point, specifically about this match, is that new managers... Um, now, Deserby's been in the in the role longer than Unai Emery has been, um, so there's going to be less of like people trying to impress Deserby comparatively to to Emery because he's kind of he kind of knows Deserby's kind of know, yeah, knows what he's got. Now. He's got an idea yeah. at Brighton, um, whereas Emery is definitely going to be getting a feel for what his squad has. I think Unai is going to be trying to just like get through that match, try and get a win if you can, just to kind of set yourself up a little bit, but like don't get embarrassed, get into the world cup break. So you can really start assessing the squad, seeing what you need and then building the momentum going into the second half of the season. So I, I think if there's a game to watch this week, I think it's probably that one. I think it's maybe the most interesting match of the week um, in terms of teams that will, 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 will be trying things going for it. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. It's all good. But yeah, no, I think I, I take your point about that match specifically. Now, we, we've highlighted this this uh, Fulham United match. Um, and I think, I, I if I'm not mistaken, I I was the one that wanted to talk about this. Match. Now, and, and I think the reason why I want to talk about this match is I kind of feel like Fulham are in a similar... There could, I feel like they're similar power levels to to Aston Villa, right? And Aston Villa just beat the Sox off United. Now, United, they they've 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 done really well for themselves this season. They've turned their season around quite remarkably from where it started to where they are now. Um comfortably in fifth position within striking distance of the top 4, all that stuff. Like if you if you ask Manchester United fan after the first couple matches uh at that at the World Cup break you'd be fifth within a shout of Europe of the Champions League, I think they would have bit your hand off, right? So, you know, they've picked up a lot of points. It's a troubling, I think, um, results at Villa, but this this game against Fulham kind of seems similarly poised. They have to go away to Villa, uh, go away to Fulham, so they're down in London. Um, Craven Cottage is not the easiest place to play. The fans are right on top of you. Um, De Gea, by all accounts, had a really poor match against um, against Villa. He's not going to the World Cup. He's you know like is his is his mind space going to be right? Things like that. I, I think this this game might be primed for another embarrassing result. For, yeah, another embarrassing result for United. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't think you're wrong. I think that's and and, and to your point 
early earlier, um, Sean, about City should have dropped points against Fulham. Fulham should have gotten like they they were unlucky to not take anything away from the Etihad this last weekend. And I think that they're going to be looking to try and maximize their points. They're in ninth, um, but if they you know they get to twenty two points going into the break, you know that's that's shouting distance for Europa, like. You got to take them seriously for Europa or or Conference League. I think they won't. Mitrovic is Mitrovic hurt? So he didn't play. He didn't play against City because he felt like uncomfortable in 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 an area that's been injured before. But it seems to me that he's going to be healthy for this match. Okay. I mean, it could be interesting to see him go up against uh, Martinez. Does Maguire play in this match? He didn't play against Villa. No. I mean, Varane's injured, right? So, like, oh yeah, he kind of has to. Well, I think who did he play against? Who did it was like Luke Shaw, Delowe, Lindelof. Lindelof. Oh, that's that's not good either. Like, so Mitrovic could have a um, an opportunity here to really uh, exploit a, a center back pairing that's not. Because like if you look at Varane and you look at, at Martinez, they've they've established a really solid pairing. Um, I think it's probably top five in the league in terms of like maybe that's maybe that's generous. Maybe maybe it's top half. I don't know. Um, but it's certainly it's certainly becoming a more formidable center back pairing. Um, but if you have to swap Varane out and you know Martinez and Maguire have had horror shows already this season together. <laughs> And then you throw a, you throw a physical center forward who doesn't mind with the ball at his feet, wants to attack you, likes to get to space. Um, I think Mitrovic could be a handful for them if he plays, assuming he plays. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, we did. Are we doing score? We didn't do any score predictions. Why don't we do the Brighton Villa game? Okay. I think that's our most interesting game, right? Like, I, I, I think, I think all three of us said that Chelsea's losing. I think Spurs leads. I don't think it's going to be that great of a game, but you guys might differ. But I think I think the most interesting game to all three of us, like as an average, would be Brighton Villa. Okay, so kick us off, right? How do you think that game's going to end? 2-0 Brighton. But it's like a, it's like, it's like a spicy 2-0. Like it, it like... It's like one nil for the longest time, and Nick, yeah, Nick like it's a close end. game. Exactly, it's a close game. Like the, the scoreline is deceiving here. Sean, three nil Brighton. Three nil Brighton. Okay, so you don't have any hope in uh, Villa here. No, I meant to say Villa, but now I'm gonna, now I'm going to stick with it, even though I said the wrong team. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have two two draw. I wanted to say 3-3 draw, but I think that's too many goals, so I'm going with 2-2 draw. Um, I think this will be evenly matched teams, and they'll punch each other in the mouth and end up shaking each other's hands after the match. Um, but definitely uh, let us know what you guys will be watching this weekend. Um, we didn't we didn't touch on City because they play Brentford. We didn't touch on Arsenal because they play Wolves. Those, those seem like they should be winnable games for both of those teams. Um, I think Arsenal have a significantly more difficult test than city do because they have to go away to the Molyneux and that's not an easy place to play. Um, 
Uh, we, we also, uh, editor's note, apologies, loyal listeners. Um, if you guys aren't aware, Southampton sacked Roth Hasenhutl, um, on Monday of this week. Um, and so we didn't mention it in our earlier videos because we forgot, but mentioning it here now. So, um, Ralph Hasenhutl, uh, out at Southampton, they will be hiring a new manager. They may have already hired a new manager by the time you get this podcast, um, but they're going to have a tough match against Liverpool. Um, but according to Brad, not a tough match because Liverpool stars aren't going to be playing hard because they're going to be worried about getting hurt before going to the World Cup. Mane got hurt this week playing a worthless game in in the Bundesliga. So Not worth all the stuff you care about the league. Right? For Bayern don't care about the league. They're not in first. 4-1, they won the game. They didn't need Mane out there. Let's look at this. Their entire team's probably on a national team. Let's look at the Bundesliga standing. Okay, now they are in first. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't. They weren't in first earlier this earlier this year. There, there was a there was a period where they weren't in first anymore. Okay. Look, it's been ten years. You can we we just say like I can confidently say yeah, Bayern's in first. All right, um, it's been ten years. Jimmy, don't don't flame me in the in the comments, please. <laughs> That's all we got for you guys. Um, you know, I, we we appreciate you guys being with us this whole first half of the season. Um, don't go anywhere throughout the World Cup because we will have World Cup content coming for you. I'm not entirely sure yet what it will look like. We haven't we haven't hammered out the details. Um, obviously, the three of us are Americans, um, so we, we USA yeah, USA. We may or may not do stuff in and around when, when the USA play, um, just stick by our social medias, uh, and we'll, we'll have more information about that coming out, but that's at KS Brad G that's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I'm at James Tiffany collectively at red card underscore radio. That's all on Twitter. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks so much. Um, world cup coverage to come. And then boxing day is the first premier league match after, after this one. So, Day after Christmas, Boxing Day, it should be a good one. But until that time, we appreciate you guys. Have a good weekend, and let us know in the comments what you guys will be watching. Good night.